Hey there, badass. Welcome to the Leading Rebels podcast, your bi-weekly dose of inspiring advice dished up by kick-ass female leaders. I'm your host, Kat Brindell, and this is episode two of season two, an interview with entrepreneur Nora Stoltz on building a network and community. Nothing trumps personal connection. And Nora created the perfect platform for it with the Women Breakfast Club. Founded in April 2017 in Berlin, the club's mission is to connect to inspire like-minded international women. I actually attended one of the Berlin breakfasts and that's how I met Nora. Quickly, the initiative became very popular and local chapters are currently being rolled out. Nora is also the CEO of Kadu, a lifestyle technology company she founded in 2016. Kadu's mission is to build the first global gifting platform, connecting family and friends wherever they are. Prior to that, Nora worked a decade in the financial industry in London and Geneva for BlackRock, PIMCO, and JP Morgan. She is passionate about female leadership and equal opportunity matters, as well as consumer technology. Nora holds an MA degree in international management from Brighton University and an MA in international business from Grenoble Graduate School of Management. Now let's get started. I can't wait for you to hear the great advice Nora shared on how to build a networking community. Welcome, Nora. Thanks so much for taking the time to chat with me. Do you want to maybe introduce yourself to the listeners a little bit? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. And um, it's a great honor and I, and I love what you're doing. I'm a great fan of podcasts in general and, of course, uh, most of years now that I know you. Um, I'm Nora. I'm the founder of Kadu. Kadu is a gifting platform that connects friends and family members worldwide so they can give a group gift or they can pick from someone's wish list and give a surprise one-on-one gift. And I founded the company after working for almost a decade in the financial industry in London. I am originally from Germany, though, but um, just in London, it's a very international environment. And that's where the idea really came from. I then moved to Berlin and subsequently founded here in Berlin a nonprofit organization called WomenBreakfastClub.com. And it was very much the answer of Trump rising to power. Um, in the US, I thought there was no better time than around April 2017 uh, than to set up an initiative that connects like-minded women, um, always with the tagline, connect to inspire. Absolutely. I think it's always unfortunate when there's a negative reason for something. But on the flip side, I think actually last year, the word of the year was feminism because a lot of Trump and the Women's March and all these stuff, things that happened afterwards because of it. So it's an amazing inspiration to have. And I know from what we've talked before that community building and kind of this like authentic networking is something you've been a fan of before the Women's Breakfast Club. What was kind of your first arrays into bringing people together, so to say? I think, as you said, I'm quite passionate about it. By way of background, I come from a tiny, tiny village in the Black Forest area. And when I was 18, it was the first time I moved abroad. And subsequently, I lived in five different countries. And I think nothing formed my personality and my character as much as being the foreigner in a place and starting somewhere um, from, from a new beginning or from scratch. And you realize you're very vulnerable and you realize what really makes anything work is networking and being part of a community. So I am generally a massive community fan, not just emotionally, but also from the support. And of course, it takes some time to build it up. But for me personally, it was always incredibly rewarding. And I was lucky enough to build up various communities during my time in London. Um, in conjunction with my French business school, I set up a, um, a club, a community 
for people working in the city, um, just connecting them. And then during my time at BlackRock, a, a large asset manager, I set up the German language community, including a, a large annual event and some quarterly mentoring session and monthly so-called Stammtisch. Um, so that was that was really, really nice. And when I moved to Berlin, I didn't know a soul. I came alone with two suitcases. I didn't plan on staying. And uh, after six weeks, I decided to stay a little longer and I decided to stay a little longer. And eventually I realized that my time as a founder is super busy and I didn't have the time to connect with the amazing women that I had found in different pockets. And that's where really the idea came from to set up a community that meets in the morning early before the rush of the day starts so we can concentrate and mingle in a really authentic and, and positive way and inspire each other to, to ace the upcoming day. Um, and that's very much a grassroots movement and that's how the Women Breakfast Club was founded and by now I think we've got around 15 events or so and they're getting bigger and sometimes for certain events I like to keep them small and intimate but yes. And I love what you just said about this authentic networking because I know for sure there are women listening who hear networking and are like, oh God, no, this is like me going to an event, sticking my business card in somebody's face that I don't really want to talk to and then maybe saying hi on LinkedIn once and then never talking again. Um, and that's of course a very old school way of networking. That is not what um, you do and what you know doesn't work actually really. So what for you means authentic networking? What is that? How does it look like? So I think authentic networking um, means, first of all, you need to know who you are and you need to be really comfortable with yourself. Um, the younger you are, the more you have to explore and it will take time. And that's okay. You should have strong role models and mentors around you and the Women Breakfast Club can help. Um, so you find your authentic path, especially if you work in a male-dominated environment as I did it. It is really easy to slip into someone else's past because that's what you fear. These are the role models you see, but they might not be the authentic role models. That's one thing. So you need to first know who you are. On the second, um, uh, on the second hand, though, I believe how I structure the Women Breakfast Club. It is all around um, connecting people that have something in common. So it's a curated networking experience. Meaning, the people we invite to a topic, they have something in common, and they look at the same problem from different angles. So it makes it super, super simple for me to then help them to find a meaningful connection within a really short period of time. When we first started the Women Breakfast Club, we were actually meeting at Soho House um, on the eighth floor. We had the huge breakfast table um, overlooking Berlin. It was beautiful, sunshine coming in. And we always decided to have one so-called icebreaker, one woman who would lead the first 15 minutes on the topic that was decided and all the people or the members participating in that morning breakfast, they were around eight to 10 people, they were related to the topic. And so it was quite easy for them to find a natural way to, to hook into that conversation. That was very positive. The other thing is you always need to be mindful when you curate tables or breakfast that you mix um, different personalities. You just cannot have a positive, authentic experience if you have too many alpha women in there or too little alpha women. Um, so I think that's just the skill of curating the right people and, and, and keep the energy high. Absolutely, and I think 
what you said is also very important about like choosing the right events to go to because I think you also if you're lucky enough to live in a big city there's like things going on 24-7 basically and you of course can't go to everything because then you're going to be stuck not doing any work um, but being very mindful about the events that you choose is super big what about when you go to events how do you um, I hate this term like work the room but it's what it's called it's like how do you connect with people if you don't know anybody how do you like build up those first relationships that I say I'm sure I can improve on that as well, but uh, and, and life is a journey and hopefully I've got many, many, many years um, of personal growth um, to look forward to. But generally, I'm a, a big believer in energy. So once you know yourself and you know your strengths, you enter a room and you're self-confident enough, you just look into the room and you see if there's a natural connection, if someone, if you're drawn to someone. And I think this is where I would start. Um, I also... I, I like to go to events alone as I like to travel on my own because this means you are much more open because you have to be. You're much more vulnerable. And this ties back to what I said earlier on that I left Germany and I lived in so many different countries and had to start from, from scratch. And I think that's really that one skill. It is okay to go to things alone. The strengths you will gain will outweigh your fear is my personal motto for 2018. And I hope many women follow me. So just, you know, pick an event, pick a topic, you have no idea, and just go there self-confident on your own. Another thing is it always helps to be there earlier rather than later. Because if you are there early, you're already standing in the room. The people who come in, they have to make the decision to whom to speak to. So open body posture, a smile, um, not in a flirtatious way, but just like, you know, demonstrating interest. I also do like to connect with women as a first instance, just because I naturally really like women to connect with, but this is everyone's own personal choice and there's nothing, nothing bad or wrong with connecting with a man first. Cool. And then, as you said, I think it's also super important to go alone. I also found that uh, it's can be like a safety blanket to bring somebody with you, but then you're almost like stuck with that person the entire night and then you're like, I didn't talk to anybody else. So that was not the purpose of this, but okay. Um, and the last question of this, how do you follow up for you? Like, for example, let's say you went to an event, you connect with somebody, you exchange details, all is awesome. How do you get beyond that, like, we connect on LinkedIn and that was it for yeah. ever stage? I think there's definitely also some improvement and I love LinkedIn and I think on the product development side on LinkedIn, there would be some meaningful improvements that they can actually implement uh, that helps you to to almost flag people that you recently met and to remind you to, you know, schedule a coffee or to meet them in person uh, within the next two weeks. Because once you meet a person, there's an excitement about it. You made a connection, you connect, as you said, on LinkedIn, that's great. But if you don't you know take the next step that this is almost like you didn't meet that person because the person cannot remember um you in three months time or five months time perhaps so what i think always helps if you make a linkedin connection and i know it doesn't work from your mobile phone if you connect through your mobile phone you can't leave a personal note but otherwise make the effort to connect with people through the desktop and send a linkedin request along with a personalized note saying like hey it was great meeting you and this and this event because now these messages, it wasn't like that before, but now these messages are saved in your history. And as a result, at least the person, it's easier to remember if you need something in the future. Um, we all meet so many people, so really being humble about it and assuming every time you actually connect with a person a few months down the line, this person might not remember you. I generally start with like, I am not sure if you remember me. We met on that, that and that event. And I think it's such a nice and humble way 
if the person doesn't remember you, it's fine, it will jog their memory, but they always look good, basically. Perfect. And what have been the impacts of building this, like, communities and networking that you felt? Like, what is, you could have some people say, oh, in this digital world, I don't need to connect with people anymore, I could just do my business online, I don't need to talk to anybody, why should I bother with this anymore? What has been, like, for you, the benefits that you felt of this? I, um, I, I love, you know, the way that I can now digitally stay in touch with my friends from anywhere in the world. Um, this is fantastic. Um, I feel I have meaningful friendships now because I spend some physical time with them. I think the challenge is in a really digital world, if you meet someone digitally and you don't have the time to meet them personally or really spend time with them, it's really, really hard. So I think it's striking the balance. Again, if we all do, a little, I think one-on-one -on -one meetings, we don't have enough time sometimes, right? So I'm a big fan of these breakfast clubs where you get people together and we always have an open invitation. So every person who signs up can bring another friend or, you know, connection. And so as a result, uh, that builds up over time. I also think dinner parties are a great way to connect people and just invite strangers to, hey, let's, you know, we met, I'm doing a dinner party. Why don't you come? There are a few other interesting people. I think that's how, how it works. Of course, you can't do that with everyone. You should only invite the people you actually like and you want to build a meaningful relationship with. But I think it's it's a fine skill of combining the physical world and the digital world. And I think only physical doesn't work, only digital doesn't work. But again, people are different. That's my personal choice. Absolutely. And you said this earlier and I wanted to kind of dive deeper into this. You said networking equals speed. What do you mean with that? Why do you feel it's that way? So again, tying back to where I come from, I'm from a small village and networking was considered to be a dirty word. It was something like, oh, you have beyond a mission. You have, you know, it's not a pure intent. And I think it's very, very wrong. And I, I realized that probably in my mid-20s. So I lost quite a few years um, in international business schools that I could have probably benefited from being a better networker. Um, And so I then started and I realized this is actually really authentic and it's so true. You know, make the connections with the people that you actually care about. Find out what, what their motivations are, what interests them, so you can curate them in the future with other meaningful connections. So be a multiplier. So speed means once you have a strong network and you understand the people in your network, only then, so if it's authentic, you will be able to navigate the network with a lot of speed and they help you And it's important to always have multipliers in your network. There are always people who like to be in a network and they take, but they don't give. Be really mindful of that, that, you know, we all have these people in our lives and that's okay. We just also need to make sure we have got enough multipliers that actually help out if needs be. And it's a give and take. And um, so I think that would be my, my advice. But otherwise, building a network takes time. The sooner you start, the better, the more authentic and truthful you are. Um, and only surround yourself with the people that actually make you feel good. You don't need to network with people you don't like. You go into a room and you, you, you realize you're invited to this networking event and you don't like, you don't have the energy feel that you don't like anyone in the room. It would be a waste of time to hang around. Just leave, and that's also fine. Absolutely. And connecting that way, which I love, which what you're doing with Kaju, which is technically a digital product, but also for physical um, gift giving. And this also is like a digital community aspect to it. How do you feel about the digital community world, which I know also with the Women's Breakfast Club, with the Slack group, you also have that component. So how do you feel in the digital space? It's building a community. Building up a digital community is incredibly 
hard. It's much harder because there's no physical um, connection in the first instance. What we're trying to do with Kadu, we actually secured the name Stories of Kadu before Instagram Stories came out. And our vision was to build up the stories of friendships, the, fri the stories of love, where people can share on our social accounts and in our blog how they met um, and their personal journey. And only in the periphery, it's around gifts. It is much more, hey, luckily we live in a world where we have friends from everywhere now. And if a big life moment happens, often we can't be physically part of it. But here with Kadu, you can be part of it. And we want to write about your story. Tell us your story and we'll be thrilled um, to, um, to, to cover it, um, especially in today's um, you know, difficult political times. Absolutely, I think those little moments of joy Absolutely. Um, are super yeah. important for all of us. Do you have any? I know, I know you're a big reader and a big podcast listener and like media consumer. I'm gonna say in a very positive sense. Do you have any resources that you would really recommend to women? Something that they tune into or uh, read or listen or do? Of course, aside from coming to the Women's Breakfast Club in Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> um. I always ask exactly that question to anyone who sits on my panels or who I interview. And um, absolutely, I love to read. What is it that I'm reading right now? That's I'm. I think 2017, 2018 has been for me a spiritual transformation. So I'm reading much more books around spirituality um, and religion, which I find really powerful and enriching for me. But this is, you know, something on the sideline. I still remember reading Ariana Huffington's um, book and I think it's something called with fearless. And again, I do love that. I love the wordplay around the word fearless, fear, space, less or fearless. And it really also ties into my, um, my motto for the year in 2018. Um, And so I, I think it would be the recommendation I have right now. Alternatively, I can always invite people. It's always these tricky questions. You know, I don't have a book ready on the top of my head. But um, you, can, uh, you can go onto our resources page on womenbreakfastclub.com and you find um, some book recommendations. There is, for any, anyone who's listening to that podcast, if you really want to make a difference for the next generation, I can recommend one book. And this is Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls. I totally adore it. Um, it, it portrays um, female role models, leaders in, in heroines. Um, and I think it's, it's, it's a beautiful book to, rem to, rem to remind ourselves that we have heroes in all forms of genders. And it's really important to, to teach our children, boys and girls, to read um, from, from that book. Uh, I love that book and I was so I have to admit a little disappointed my brother is having his first kid and I was like please let it be a girl so I could just gift that book and no but it's even boy. better for a boy but that's yeah, what I mean no, it's, it's even better because we can only have change if we get if we take the man along with us like this is not new feminism it's nothing against men that's not what we stand for we stand for like hey there are outstanding men and I know here in Berlin so many I think like gosh they are amazing and they have female leadership style so they have a high feminine quotient and I think this is fantastic so I would urge anyone to buy that book and perhaps read it to boys even more than to girls you're totally right I think I will give to it <laughs> <laughs> I think you will enjoy reading it out as well yes so perhaps you can make a podcast out of yes, that 
I think, yeah, it would be great to have an audiobook. I don't think they have an audiobook yet, but I would definitely listen to it. Yeah, I'll contact them. I was like, do you want this, baby? Um, do you have any parting words of advice of wisdom or anything that you think is super important that women remember? I mean, you're surrounded by inspiring and kick-ass women every day, and I'm also sure you get questions from people still trying to find their way <laughs> to reach that level. What, what is the one thing that you hear often or want to pass on? I think what people tell me often, they think like, oh, Nora, it's like, I can't believe you did it. You just did it. You just did that. Well, it's just that. You just did it. <laughs> oh, you just do it. Um, fear less. That's all. What is there to lose in life? You can only grow. You can only gain experiences. Um, I mean, of course, you know, don't jump from, from a building. You can lose your life. That would be dreadful. Or you can lose an arm or a leg. But otherwise, if you can only lose money, you lose money. But you gain a lot of experience. I think... Just risking a little bit more would be a good thing for women um, and believing in themselves a little bit more. My personal advice for women is to be really mindful of who is within their circles, uh, or who is within the circle and who takes energy potentially away from them and be really mindful and regularly cleanse your network if, if the people are not making you happy and are not, not good for your personal growth. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much. It was lovely. Thank you. I hope today's action advice will help you scatter to your own growth. For more on today's guest, have a look at the show notes. Also, important reminder, empower women, empower women. Share the podcast or tell a friend about it to spread the word and help more women unleash the baddest boss within them. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.